Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Secure Ventures Podcast. The host, Kyle McNulty, interviews cybersecurity founders about what they are building. I enjoy it because Kyle focuses on their technology, what it solves, why they build it, where it fits in the market. Also, listeners can understand the why of these startups. In some ways, it's a great compliment to my own podcast, where I focus on the go-to-market side, not on the technology side. He's had some great guests on recently, for example, the CEO of Reality Defender, when they talked about the ins and outs of deep fate detection. Uh, he's had the co-founder and CEO of Ghost Security, and also the co-founder of Radical, Chris Peterson, who was incidentally a founder of Logarithm, where they talk about the role of AI in the SOC. This is not a paid promotion. I just simply enjoy what Kyle is doing with his interviews and get a lot out of them. Check it out. It's the Secure Ventures podcast. Now on with this episode. Start thinking like a customer. It seems so obvious, but few of us do it well. So says Anthony Iannarino in The Lost Art of Closing. Welcome to the Bite Size Sales Podcast, where we believe that sales is the most important team in a B2B company, that the sales team deserves great sales skills training, but usually doesn't get it, and that taking bite-sized steps each day to get better at your craft is the best way to improve results. I am your host, Andrew Monaghan, and I'm using my experiences in B2B sales to bring you simple, actionable ideas every day to help you get better. Welcome to episode 34 of Bite Size Sales Podcast. And today's episode is all about thinking like a customer. So have you ever sat in front of a prospect or a customer of yours and been having the conversation and thought, you know, they just know so much more about this department, this function, this topic, this issue that we're talking about than I do? I know I have. And like many people, I've been in that situation where I thought I've known more than I really did and sometimes be a little bit embarrassed. I remember uh, back in the day, we actually hired a SE from one of our customers. This guy was you know, a really great customer, um, very personable, and knew our stuff and knew um, the internal workings of IT departments really well. Anyway, he was desperate to come over to a vendor rather than keep working for the, the IT team. So he came over. And I remember, you know, I was pretty pleased he came. But in the first couple of meetings, you know, he kind of sat back a little bit and then loved the odd question. And, and you know, everyone kind of stopped and, you know, started gravitating more towards him. And I, I, I started talking to him about what was really going on. And he explained to me, you know, here was the inner workings of what was going on. This guy is part of that team and he's concerned about this and they've got this pressure over here. And just from his years of experience operating inside that team or, or teams like that, it wasn't really this, that, that one team. Um, I was able to learn so much more about how truly these departments worked. And it was really eye-opening to me. And, you know, if you think about it, you know, the, the companies that we work for, they train us and train us and train us in our products, in the products that we have. They rarely do a great job of training us in the industry to be real experts in the trends and how to have big conversations with people about what's going on. They might throw things at us and say, of course, this trend's happening and we have to read up on it, but there's very little that goes much further than that. And I think this is a big miss, you know, being able to sit there and, 
and build the confidence of the people that you're working with to think that, you know, this guy actually knows everything that's going on in this industry. He's asking great questions. You really get into the, uh, the root of it. And wouldn't it be good if you knew when you're sitting in front of the teams and the customers exactly the pressures they're facing, the issues they have, what a day in the life looks like um, from their perspective, um, how all these different moving parts are interrelated. Imagine how more effective you would be if that was the case. Um, it means that we, we don't connect well as well with people if we don't have that perspective. And I was reading in uh, Antti Ainarino's book, The Lost Art of Closing, something about this, and I thought I'd read that to you right now. So here we go. I found that salespeople, sales managers, and sales leaders often struggle to take on the perspective of their clients and prospects. We spend so much of our time focused on the challenge of acquiring clients and selling well that it's easy to forget that clients have their own perspectives. We also tend to underestimate the consequences of the commitments we ask them to make, which may include firing an old friend they've been buying from for years. The more you can look through your dream client's eyes and see their perspective, the easier it will be for you to help them make the decisions and changes necessary to produce better results. The more other orientated you become, the more your prospective clients will feel that you understand their needs and are dedicated to serving them. Thus, no part of the sales process can be about you or what you need. Every commitment you ask for must be about what your prospective client needs in order to produce better results, overcome obstacles, and create a better future. I'll repeat this because it's important. No part of the sales process can be about you or what you need. Selling isn't something you do to someone. It is something you do for someone and with someone. So that's read straight from the book. Um, And it highlights to me, uh, in the absence of really good insights, information about our customers, you know, as a, just as a human being, you tend to revert back to what you know. And if we've been trained to the nth degree in our products, that's what we go back to, right? That's almost, in many respects, our comfort zone. So we want to go back and talking about products and asking product-related questions and, and really trying to do that, that whole dance, when really we'd be much more uh, – but we'd be much more effective if we had more information and thought about the perspective of our clients a lot more. So my challenge to you from this is if this resonates, listen to your recent calls. Go back and if you have recorded them, go back and listen and, and challenge yourself. Are you, are you being you-orientated or are you being customer-orientated? Are you trying to drag things back to your situation, your product all the time? Or are you really seeking to understand the perspective of the customer? And, uh, and then when you figure that out, what can you do? What actions can you take to learn more about your prospects and more about your customers, more about the industries they're in, the challenges they face in general, so you're a lot more effective in these meetings? If you like this episode, please share it wide and far. Spread the word. I get energy from seeing people download and use this content. So please just take 20 seconds to share it with anyone you think would like it too. This episode is sponsored by Unstoppable.do. Most sales teams are not trained effectively in the skills and mindset they deserve. And these are the most important people in the company. 
it's no wonder that only about 50% of reps make quota every year. Unstoppable is a service that helps sellers and leaders get great at the skills and mindset they need without taking time out of the field. It exists because if the sales team has the right skills and mindset, they thrive, they are confident, and they perform much better. Find out more and even get a free sales book at bitesizesales.com. And now to wrap up. As Steve Pepe, VP Solution Architect at Armis, may or may not have once said, training without implementation is just entertainment and pretty poor entertainment when Monaghan does it. So make sure you take action on what you learn and keep getting better every day. This world does not need more sales BS, so don't create anymore. Be great at the fundamentals, be honest, be real, be yourself, just do not BS. And finally, I'm setting off as the great Joe Sexton would by saying, gone to sell. It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you'd help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, you can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.